0: On and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it, and I want you to watch it too. Come on, okay.
1: So it sounds like we really need to watch uh, it. Like, Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like the same kind of gift to the universe that, like, uh, oh, uh, Never Too Young yeah. to Die is. Like, as, as soon as you see this, you're like, I'm so glad now that I know that this movie exists. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's- no, just hearing uh,
2: Manzuka's gush over how yeah much fun it is.
1: Hearing <laughs> Manzuka say like we are gonna be here for four hours and we're not gonna talk about anything past the first fifteen minutes. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we need to watch this. <laughs> oh, you missed
0: uh, you missed quite the stinker last night. Oh yeah. Oh, no. yeah, oh no, oh yeah.
1: No, I've seen the trailer.
0: Oh, there's like an extended scene that's literally just like gameplay. It's literally just like first person <laughs> view, first like, of, like gun over the shoulder, first like, person of...
2: shooter. Like yeah, but it's not even like <laughs> Doom gameplay. It's like arcade rail shooter gameplay. Yeah, like, 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 like Doom, or like Doom House of Doom the Game Living Dead is
1: like '90s, like early '90s graphics. Yeah, like, yeah. that's original OG thing.
2: Doom for sure. But there's like you know they've redone it a few times. Okay. it's been around
1: since like '94. But if, if you were to say, like, in terms of a console or in terms of some first person shooter, what is like this sequence of the film? What does it look like? Right. Is it's it just, like? Are we talking PS One? Are we talking like PS Two? No, uh, we're
2: talking like, House of the Living Dead from the from <laughs> like, from like David yeah, like the David yeah. Busters yeah, arcade game. Arcade. Yeah, it looks right. like that. Yeah. Where like, we're like it's like ducking behind things and yeah. like peeking out, and then it's,
0: like yeah, where it's
2: like live action video of people, <laughs> and then like you shoot it with your laser gun thing, you know, in the arcade like that, but like put to a like imagine that but a movie, because you want to wow. watch that curveball. The Rock is
1: the bad guy. That's yeah. never what you want. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. It, it was it's weird. weird. He's way too charismatic. Like, he, he doesn't work as a villain. Yeah, it but just, this is before The Rock knew he was who he is. That's true. This is like, that was like the Scorpion King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah, 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 like 2005, yeah. The Rock. Like, yeah. before he was even Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, he was this still just still... The Rock. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... Yeah, when he still had a hairline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Proceeding as
0: it was. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right, are we ready to talk? Oh, I'm I'm ready. Are you ready? Right. Hey everyone. Welcome to another uh, spooky episode. Ooh, spooky. Uh, if I want you to watch this. Ooh. Um, I'm your host Dennis as always, and I'm joined by my two d d doth ye he be <laughs> day <dee> co-hosts.
1: <laughs>
2: Colin and Craig. How are you, gentlemen sirs? I I doth
0: feel contrite for being of my own free will and not partaking of the will of God and only thine will be done. Child,
1: peace. Peace, child. Ah! Ah! I be be fine on this day and ready to talk into thy microphone. Be it, do not turn towards Satan, but only towards the Lord. Child, peace. Peace, child. We
2: watched The Witch. Uh, it's the 2015 movie uh, picked by our sadistic uh, member, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. I was 10 minutes in and I was like, I didn't know Colin was into this kind of thing. I <laughs> didn't I, know I was either. I've but known him for out... 15 years
1: and Colin's into this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was surprised because like, I loved this movie. Oh, it's I did like, too. And it's, it's like... It, it, like I didn't think that I was into this kind of thing, but like turns out I am because this movie's great. Oh, this movie's great.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you warned me that it was going to be a, you know, a scary movie, which I was like, fuck, you know. Because I don't do well with like the jumpiness of like tense moments and stuff. And there's tense moments in this, but it didn't really, it didn't scare me. It's not
0: a jump scare type of movie. It's not jump scares. It's just like the the, ambiance. Yeah, the ambiance is
1: is scary. Like Like, it's just, it's it's dripping in this creepy aesthetic that is. So tell, uh, tell us about it, Coleman. Okay, so this movie is from 2015. It's written and directed by Robert Eggers. Uh, this is his feature film debut. Uh, before this, he had done some shorts, um, and he had an extensive background in production design. But this is his first feature film, and it's about a family in uh, the 1630s in New England. Um they are banished from their community because the father is going against the will of the church and like preaching things that the church, uh, doesn't agree with. So they are banished and they sent out and they find a little farm that they start, uh, planting on and trying to just live on their own. Um, and then weird things start happening. Um, uh, the baby is kind of stolen out of the midst of nowhere while being watched by the eldest daughter and turns out it was stolen by a witch who's out in the woods and they continue to kind of mess with this family in lots of ways the like uh two little twins are like communing with the goat of the family and saying that it's talking to them and they are claiming like that the eldest sister is bewitching them and they're all kind of getting hysterical with each other about talking about oh we're being witched and their uh crops are blighted and all of the stuff and the goat starts giving like blood out of its udders instead of milk and they're getting chicken eggs that are like fertilized so they aren't eggs there's just like a dead bird in there and it's just all this like creepy creepy stuff is happening and eventually the whole family kind of turns on each other they are killed off the dad is killed by the goat and the eldest daughter goes off and uh, sells her soul to the devil goes off into the woods and joins a coven of witches
2: the end <laughs> yeah um, yeah no uh, like we kind of gushed about before that uh, movie is excellent. Um, it's got it's to me what I loved it so much is that it's the story of all right, so this is the full tale that the people in Salem were freaking out about that caused the Salem witch trial. Exactly. but this has never been pinned down by a specific author. Or anything.
1: Yeah, it's all based on loose stuff, a bunch of things, and even the the dialogue of the film is taken from journal entries, from diary entries, from court recordings, right. and stuff like that from the period. And
2: so you can actually see, like, if you're familiar with like Salem with, witch trials, um, that like that element is kind of magnified with like the twins and like them like pinning on blame on the older sister. Like on they Thomas know better. They yeah. know what they're doing. But they're just fucking around type of thing. You know, like well, what happened in Salem Witch Trials.
0: I mean, considering that this movie does actually, you know, have the supernatural element to it. Like they could have been not necessarily possessed, but like actually talking to Black they, Phillip. They were actually like, talking and, to Black Phillip. Yeah, so oh, most like, definitely. So it's like, uh, it's we don't know like what Black Phillip has been saying to them this whole time. So it's like that could have all just been a part of. Like this whole thing could have just been kind of like a long con to get Thomason to join them at the end as far as i reflect. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's
1: like the whole thing is that like the witches want Thomason and the whole story is about like the what they're going through to get her. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they gotta they gotta crush her. Yeah. They gotta just destroy her, really. You Which know? I
0: mean
2: They do a good job. Yeah, well I mean that's <laughs> the thing though. It's
0: it's kind of um so Witches. I love witches. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing that I quite enjoy. Um, uh, witches across, like, all different types of media. I'm, you know, like, Coven was my favorite season of American Horror Story uh, or so far that I've watched because I've, like, skipped, like, three or four. Um, you know, Willow was, like, my favorite character of Buffy. Like, I've just always loved witches. And it's always, um, like, interesting, like, historically how um, this narrative of women with, like, this knowledge that they're not supposed to have women with this like power that um, kind of like is something that the like patriarchal, like very religious, like Eurocentric society that they're living in doesn't recognize or like doesn't want to recognize um, because it comes from outside of that. And it kind of uh, serves as like um, it grates against that society of like having this like control over everything. And so that's why it's like, um, when like Thomason, like one of the first things we see her doing is like praying, like literally to like not have her like praying for forgiveness for having her own free will. She's like yeah. praying to God to say like I like I'm sorry for like thinking my own thoughts and like making my own I, actions. Like she says, like
1: I violated every one of your commandments in thought.
0: Yeah and uh and this movie like like they decide at one point to essentially like sell her like they're essentially like yeah. getting ready to sell her yeah they're, they're going to sell her and so it's like essentially like, by the end of this movie becomes this uh juxtaposition between whether or not she's going to allow her body to be sold or sell her soul like and kind of like okay well this is what's happening now versus the potential of like oh well this afterlife where, like, who knows what'll happen, but for now, like, I have this power. For now, I have this, like, agency that I would never be afforded in any other way. Uh, And I feel like that's a a kind of a recurring thing with witches in media is, um, and it's weird that, like, bad witches are generally the ones who are using their powers for their own benefit, and then good witches are, like, generally seen as, like, who are always using their powers for other people which I feel like is just like another way that um, this uh, this theme of like women with power is like when women do have power that's beyond what is like being controlled, they're supposed to use it for other people and not like ever use it for themselves. And that becomes vilified. Uh, and so I just think that this movie really captures that sense of um, like a fear of women being like what breeds this like type of uh, this a fear of women and a fear of the unknown because it is like the woods are like, no one knows what's in the woods. They're not supposed to go into the woods because it's like this big, mysterious, like nether world. And so those two fears like combined, like, I feel like it's easy to like, be like, Oh yeah, there's witches out there because <laughs> yeah. Like go, don't go into the
1: woods. There's powerful women. Yeah. Well, yeah there's yeah, I mean- Nothing scarier than powerful women. Yeah. It's That's
2: what the whole thing of the fear of, you know, like the, the, the whole origins of which is is that it's this fear of women and again women it's power in it's, it's knowledge cultures and, too well yeah you know it's it it's usually has to do with midwives and it starts there you know because they have a lot of power over life and stuff and then people exacerbate eccentric midwives you know and then yeah. they're witches and then they're blah 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 blah, blah, blah. yeah no, we've had a huge problem with women this throughout our society.
1: Because but what I like about this movie is like this is a thing like folk tales like this and things were used as like this horrible system of oppression for women throughout all of this time. But this one kind of turns that on its head. Is like, oh no, what if there actually was a witch? Yeah, like right. what that's if what, I love I, about what this if movie. like this was there actually is a witch out there and she is doing this? Yeah. And right. Like, and that's what I find so fun about this movie and so yeah. interesting about this movie.
2: And it also just shows you right away, you know. Yeah, it's like they like, don't waste any time. No. Like
1: right away, the baby is stolen, and then there's a witch, and she's like killing the baby and bathing in its blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't beat around any. It, <laughs> it ain't Blair witching us. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah. it's straight on witching.
0: Um, but, so, just to yeah, go ahead. <laughs> one last point on this uh, uh, is that um, another podcast that uh, I know at least Colin and I listen to is Treks in the City. Uh, And in their episode, based on uh, from episode uh, or season three, episode fifteen, yesterday's
1: Enterprise. One of the best episodes of Star Trek ever made.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it's one of the one of the really good episodes of *Checks in the City*, where they definitely go in depth and they talk about um, essentially the non-neurocentric cultures that um, where these women were considered like powerful and like considered like to be um, you know the core of like the communities, the people who were. Uh, you know, who you went to and sought out and then how specifically that changed, you know, with colonization and with, you know, Christianity coming through and like dominating, you know, all of these other religions and forcing these cultures, these matriarchal, matriarchal, matriarchal? Uh, these, these, these societies women, with women as <laughs> leaders. Women-focused <laughs> cultures. Um, yeah, forcing them into, you know, the subjugation of, yeah, the current system that we see globally. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, it's kind yeah. of But, um, one thing about this movie is like, it's not actually based on the Salem witch trials. It's based on America's first witch hysteria, which happened 62 years before the Salem witch trials, like in the 1600s. So like, it's, it's taken like from those writings more than the ones of the actual Salem witch trials. But my other question the thing I wanted to get into with you guys is what do you think the wood symbolizes? Cuz throughout the whole film he's chopping wood like he's always like breaking from stuff when things going wrong. He's going off and he's chopping wood and he's stacking it against the house. And when he's killed like the wood all collapses down on top of him. I think it's just like kind
2: of symbolic of like his I mean, well, very literally, it's his own little ability to control his environment, yeah. you know, because it's the only thing that he's good at, which his daughter points out. Yeah, when and, they're in family, like,
1: the only thing you're good at is chopping wood.
2: Right. And so I think that's like like him just doing that is like, well, this is the only thing that I can control. And then, you know, I guess you can dive into the symbology of like him literally attacking the wood, which has always been this element of fear for human beings, the darkness and the wood and blah, blah, blah. Thus the whole thing of like a witch in the wood. Um, so, yeah. Those uh, might take home from it.
1: To me, I thought it was his faith. I thought it, like, symbolized his faith because those are, like, the two things he's always retreating to is, like, prayer, like, faith and all this stuff and, like, chopping the wood is, like, his physical activity. And then at the end of the movie, when, like, the devil is winning, like, his faith is collapsing on him.
0: Oh, yeah. I could see it being both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just go and be, like, the bridge between those two things. And, but, but, yeah, no, I, I do think that... Um, because that is a, a lot of what, you know, especially like this very strict and orderly type of um, like puritanical like devotion and um, that's what it's like meant to do. It's supposed to, you know, give you like this feeling of control in a world where you know, anything can happen where there are evils beset, like evils are beset upon you at every end. And, you know, the one thing that you have that you can't have is like your relationship with, you know, this, you know, this God and, uh, and that is supposed to give you some sense of control, I feel, and at least some sense of like security and assurance. And yeah, it, it, it ends up collapsing on him when, he he doesn't have that control that's a part of that that collapse of his faith too is him trying to control everything thinking that he can do it and then
1: just being proven wrong yeah and i mean the the wood also is like the safety and control because it's like that's how we have fire that's like like what's keeping us alive it's gonna get us through the winter like all this stuff so it is also safety and control of the environment and everything it's it's just a really cool like runner that goes through this movie
2: yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick little break. And when we come back, we will conclude our review of the bupbitch, the
1: B-Bitch. And we're back already. That was that was, that was, quick. That, was, <laughs> that, was a, that was a very short break. Yeah. Well, we we left on it. You c- talking about the. V-V-I-T-C-H which is in some of the promotional stuff didn't end up being the final title but it was like a preliminary one because at the time the letter W wasn't in use in the English language or at least in America so like the word witch would have been written like that would have been written with two V's because we didn't have W's like one of the fun like a lot of the stuff about this movie that I like is how much care and attention they take to like the period of it And, like, so, they really get almost everything exactly right. But there are a few anachronisms, one of which is, like, they're a very poor family, but they're burning candles, like, constantly. And candles were very, very expensive back at the time. So a poor family would almost never be burning candles because it's too much money. Um, I also balk a little bit at... um, just that uh, thomason is entirely too beautiful like she's way too pretty <laughs> to be somebody who's like living on a farm in the 1630s with like she's played by uh, anya taylor joy who craig will recognize from thoroughbred oh i know i recognize her <laughs> <laughs> i was like yes <laughs>
0: um but yeah so as far as like the the w thing it is interesting because i mean you it's right there in the name of the letter like there was there there's u and then there's w yeah it's just like um does that come from like the germanic origins of the language you know because i would have
1: to look it up because i know
0: that like most like letters with w sound like v um, yeah in german yeah
1: like a, a w is pronounced with a v
0: and then uh i know like even in like spanish like a w is called like W, which is like a double v too which makes a little bit more sense in terms of like wow it was used for spelling. Um I don't know how they got to W when they used two V's to write it out at the yeah. time. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know where thing.
1: it comes from. Like if you are a like history teacher or something and you can enlighten us on this, uh tweet at us. <laughs> I also
0: think that um, as far as like Thomason being like this like gorgeous like person, I feel like that just kind of heightens this uh, again, like, this sense of women's power and being feared because mm-hmm. that's another thing that happens throughout the movie is, like, her little brother is, like, you know, looking at her, like, very, like... Yeah, well, her little brother like, is, like... sexually. Yeah,
1: her little brother is, like, right on the verge. Of, he's, like, butting into, like, puberty. So he's just starting to become a sexual person. And, like, the only person around who's not his mom... Hmm? Is, is Thomas, yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like walking around with like a pretty like loose shift to where he can like kind of see her boobs when she booms over and stuff. So, yeah. but um, that,
0: but um, sorry, <laughs> um, but that's when he talks about bewitching Um, we're not him. When the
1: mom talks, says that Thomason has been bewitching like the brother and stuff and like tempting him with sexuality. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's kind of like, um, you know, we see it today. Like as far as like, you know, like rape culture where it's like, well, if you weren't wearing this thing, if you didn't look this way, then like, it's like, Holding women responsible for, like, the actions and, like, the gaze of men. Yeah, like,
1: women are responsible for, like, the problems that men have. It's all women's fault. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I thought it was um, kind of
2: just kind of, it was, what, Chekhov's cleavage of (laughs) what kills him in the end. Oh, yeah. I loved it
1: at the end, like, the... We don't yet know that it's, like, multiple witches. Like, we've only seen the one, like, old lady witch. And so we're thinking as the audience that, like, oh, she's changed her form to be, like, this hot young woman who's going to, like, drag him in. And then, like, once she starts kissing him, like, this haggard old, like, clawed hand grabs him. And it's like, ah! Yeah. so creepy.
0: It's so well done. Um, I do love, like, the the shooting of this i don't know like i'm not like super technical when it comes to it but i was like kind of like looking at um you know on prime they have the the,
1: the x-ray like facts that come up
0: yeah they were talking about like the aspect ratio for like the last few scenes where it was like something like 166 one or something like that which i'm not sure of the significance of it but i know it looks gorgeous um and it the way that they were using it was to try and, like, capture the room, like, in a very, like, close space, but still be able to capture, like, the whole family within the shot. Yeah. And I thought that that was, I was
1: like, oh, yeah, that looks amazing. To make it claustrophobic, but still include everybody in it and still have some negative space. And it's, like, you don't really notice it, but you do, like, you're not thinking about it, but it affects you in this really important way. And it's also shot almost entirely with natural light.
0: Oh, that makes sense. It looks like it, and it, cause yeah, it doesn't look like there's, it never feels like it's being shot. Like, you know, in a, like a studio or anything like that. It just feels like you are in the woods. Like you are out there with those people and it's, it's definitely an immersive experience.
1: Yeah, very much so. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about is like he, when the baby is taken away and the father is like trying to comfort the mom and he says like, He's talking about God, and he says he has never taken a child from us. I'm like, that is really remarkable for the 1600s. Yeah. To, be, like, have, like, all these children, and, like, none of them died? Yeah. Like, that that never happened. Like, his people <laughs> I was
2: banking on
0: some of them dying. <laughs> well, we I don't mean, have enough like, sure, corn. Yeah. You got like, five kids, like, and you're trying to, like, start, like, a your own, like, little pioneer camp. Like, that's a lot of mouths to feed. That's, like, one of the first things I wrote. I was like, maybe don't try and, like, Start like your own little like
1: thing in the with woods compound with like and, eight billion kids that you gotta and, feed. and most of them are like really young, so like they're not that good to help. Yeah, on the farm, like Thomason's old enough to help. The brother's old enough to help. The twins yeah. are not gonna be doing much, and well, the like baby is. The mom has it out for Thomason like
2: from the get. You know? Oh yeah, and so yeah, yeah.
1: that's because the mom thinks that Thomason stole the cup.
2: Well, so well, let
1: me ask you this. How long did you think that Thomason was the witch? I didn't think Thomason was the witch at all. Mm. Because the movie shows us right away that... Thomason's the, not the witch? The, yeah, the movie <laughs> shows us right away that there is a witch and she's in the woods. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think that... Um, yeah, because the other thing that the mother talks about, too, is she thinks that uh, Thomason is like trying to seduce the father, too. And so that's like a whole nother thing where I think she's just. I don't know, like, I can't say exactly like what's going on with her because it's like it seems like a lot. It seems like, you know, maybe at some point it was just like I mean, like I mean, it's probably started
1: with. Her child being murder, abducted and I, murdered. I think it starts before that. I think it starts there, with but... like when they get kicked out of the community.
0: Oh, true. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just Like, she's, she's just
1: in such grief over, like, everything that's happening that she's losing her mind. Yeah. Right. And then Thomason loses
2: the baby so that she just becomes her scapegoat for everything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, like, at that point, I just thought that she was insane and literally killing her daughter. Like, I didn't think anything of, like, her
1: accusations yeah. outside of that.
2: It's... Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's time for Game of Thrones Connections. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mom is played by uh, Kate Dickey, who plays Lysa Aaron on Game of Thrones. Yep. And the dad is played by Ralph Enerson, who plays Dagmar Clefjaw on Game of Thrones. Before I saw his face,
2: I you hear his voice, and I got very excited because I thought... Sean Bean? Oh, Sean oh Bean yeah. Is. I thought it was going to be Sean Bean
1: when you hear uh, his voice too. Oh, no, it's, well, no, it's not Sean it's not He just sounds just He's like He's got Sean such a great Bean. voice But it is another guy too. from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's got such a great voice for this, too. He like, does. It's just like... Yeah, the...
2: Well, both of them look like they stepped out of American Gothic. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. Like, they really they both do. both look like they stepped right out of that painting.
1: And like the acting in this movie is amazing. Like every person in it is just bringing it. Like the dad, the mom, Thomason especially. The twins, not so much. But what can you? What? Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't think
0: they acted. No. Twins were
1: creepy as hell. Yeah, they were Fuck creepy. Fuck you. But
0: I didn't... Mercy is the best character in this movie. Right, yeah, she's <laughs> good. She's all right.
2: But like, I didn't. I didn't
1: really feel for but, the, but twin yeah, right. I like, I the twins. Uh, but yeah, I love Mercy.
2: Clickety clackety, clickety clackety. But
1: and the brother, like when the brother is like dying and he's like being taken over by like the witch and he's like convulsing oh on god the- oh, he's yeah. fantastic yeah, he's yeah.
2: amazing um <laughs> although he had a hard time saying what was something in his accent that i was like what are you saying it was like oh fuck i forget what he's saying damn it there's <laughs> some word uh.
1: when this movie started <laughs> like i was the, the i was noticing the music really heavily and i was like oh was johnny greenwood I, that's the composer what i thought yeah. <laughs> because, i had to stop it and look it up yeah because like, no, it's like just, it sounds like there will be blood yeah yeah and then i looked it up and it's like it's not johnny greenwood but it is the same composer as the movie cube which yep. we are probably going to have to do on this podcast because that's another like horror sci-fi movie and it's bonkers like i remember liking it as a kid but i have to see it again just because it's it's totally insane and we've got to do it at some point because I remember loving this movie. does it
2: have the actor that plays monk in it Tony Shalou? that guy I do you know of a horror movie would. that does do you know what I'm talking about because I thought that was cube and it was like this know weird if it's mechanical cube or if it's house one of The
1: cube sequel like well cube like it's not a mechanical house it's like this mechanical sort of prison with all these different cubed rooms and they're booby trapped in different ways mm-hmm And like, it's all like each one is like a different death trap and you have to figure out like this math to get your way through it. Ooh. I like it. Yeah. It's really interesting, but um, I don't know if Tony Shalhoub is in it. I can look right now, but somebody else is going to have to talk while I do that. (laughs) That's all right. We don't need to find out stats on a movie. I can't
2: even name. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, Uh, But yeah. uh, How are we doing on notes for this movie?
1: Uh, all I've got left is that it has a 6.8 on IMDb, uh, 83 on Metacritic, a 91 Rotten Tomatoes, and a 57 Audience Tomatoes. One of the biggest uh, disparities we've seen between critics and audiences on a film we've done.
2: Yeah, that's
1: weird. That's crazy. Um, I mean, it's A24. It, it, it is A24, like it. which explains the critic love. I don't know if it necessarily audiences... Always get the A twenty four quality thing. Um, it might just be and that, this like, is one of the more straightforward movies that A twenty four has put out. Yeah, it, it might be that people going for a horror movie are looking for more like slashery, like gore, like straightforwardness, and not just like this creepy like period piece. That you, you know what? I blame Shyamalan and the Village
2: you know yeah actually you know, i think, I think people probably point. saw ads for this and they're like no nah, no thanks well i've been there <laughs> and it wasn't fun <laughs> speaking
0: of if you guys would like to join hands in our circle here i'll light some candles and we'll say a little prayer and i will call upon our twitter mentions to invoke the presence of of some people who had something to say about this movie all right all right all right so speaking of the marketing uh, we had what were they thinking who no. said good oh <laughs> who said uh, uh, an amazing film marketed horribly uh, and I he goes on just are they going to say that um, yeah I was advertised it as like a straight- up mile a minute horror movie which again makes sense for for a lower audience
1: score of people who were were we're pitched this and they got that.
0: Yep. Know? It's it's disappointing and I feel like uh it makes the movie it makes at least the marketing people like feel like they're kind of uh insulting the intelligence of their audience by saying like, well, this is the type of movie that we think you want to see and we don't think you would be able to digest it in this way or at least like maybe they just weren't smart enough to actually figure out how to market, market it in a way that Yeah, maybe people looked at this and like I don't know to how to sell this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's amazing, and it's sad that um, the marketing of it was poorly done in a way that affected the way the audience viewed it. Um, hey down in front said, uh, and they are sorry. I should be giving people's Twitter handles. <laughs> uh, what were they thinking? Is T podcast? That's their ad on Twitter. So WWTT podcast. So that'd be quadruple V. If yeah. we're <laughs> going back to our our or germanic origins here um and then hey down in front who is hdif underscore podcast uh at that's their ad on twitter they said love it one of my favorite movies of the past five years and absolutely one of my favorite modern horror movies the cast killed it the story killed and what more could one ask for uh to which we replied the taste of butter a pretty dress <laughs> to live deliciously <laughs> And they rock back with, would you like to see the world? Yes. Hands her an iPhone, click, the, click on the thing that says map, enjoy. It disappears. Write in my book. <laughs> and then Black Phillip disappears in a bleeding laughter. <laughs> uh, Gidget Von LaRue, who is uh, Gidget Von LaRue, um, and that's LaRue spelled L-A-R-U-E, um, that's her ad on Twitter she says I loved it I found it very creepy and I like how historically accurate they were with the setting costumes and language and accents uh, and Gidget Von LaRue is also one of the hosts of the Retro Cinema uh, podcast and they are at the Retro Cinema on Twitter so thank all of you guys uh, for replying to us and letting us know what your thoughts are
1: on The beach. yeah thank you everybody um, I agree Fully with like this movie was marketed horribly, but it didn't do that much damage because on a budget of $3.5 million, this movie had a gross of $25 million. Not too bad.
0: Not too bad Yeah. I mean,
1: it didn't make crazy money, but it it made money. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I hadn't heard about it until Colin brought it up, so...
1: P.S. We own all of your
2: souls now. So just everyone who's... Hey, hey look. Out there.
1: Everybody who's listening to this, um, just write in our book. Like, don't ask us why. We're just going to bring you a book. You just need to write in our book. And then you're ours. Yeah, cool. I mean, just... We're really cool, don't, though. Don't so worry about it. We're really cool. So it, it's going to be fun, you guys. I
0: promise.
2: It'll be fine. We won't do anything nefarious. With your soul. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh we good? We yeah. good on the witch? Thank you, Colin. That was well, excellent. You're, you're welcome. That excellent. Alright, well when we come we're gonna take a break and when we come back we will have uh some recommendations.
1: not around do you guys think about us do we do even... do you lack object permanence <laughs> <laughs> do you forget about our existence do you forget when, about our existence when, when you're not listening to us <laughs> right. oh yeah
2: we're doing what this podcast is about i want you to watch this um so we're back we're coming at you we just finished the witch review hope you enjoyed it we did um all about the review part <laughs> we enjoyed recording it. Yeah. Um but we're coming back. Uh, we got some re- we got some recommendations for you um in this uh mighty month of October. Um uh I got one. Um well um yeah, screw it. i am I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna I'm just gonna gonna kinda tell you something about myself here and uh kinda, you know. Just cast aside any kind of embarrassment that I might endure from the two people that are around me and anyone that's listening and say that I am part of a Survivor Fantasy League and I'm having a blast <laughs> I highly recommend anyone to get involved in it um, next season, uh, totally join it's so much fun <laughs> like
1: seriously, I'm just having so much fun do I have to watch Survivor to Fuck participate yeah. in a Survivor Fantasy League? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm judging you so hard right now you I'm should so,
2: I mean, so hard I am um, <laughs> but well, um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. No, that's, that's, yeah. that,
1: that actually sounds like a very fun thing. It's a blast.
2: I mean, it, it, like, uh, it allows you to engage and enjoy in the ridiculousness of something like Survivor. Because <laughs> it's silly. <laughs> it's oh so very silly.
0: I mean, I'll say the same thing that I said to you when you decided you are becoming a baseball fan. Like... You can find any sense of enjoyment
1: in this crazy yeah. fucked up yeah. world. In the world we're living in. doesn't hurt anybody. Like,
0: just fucking do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the, the world don't don't we're living in we're right
1: now, anything that brings you joy, dive in. Yeah. It's <laughs> like,
0: if you're not hurting anybody, like, don't don't even feel embarrassed about it. Just, like, do it. Just fucking love it, live it, laugh it away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
2: man. Um, so, yeah, that's mine. Watch Survivor and join a Survivor fantasy league.
0: Um, my recommendation is Blackbird. Uh, it is a new comic series, which you'll actually probably have to wait for the second printing of because it's sold out, but it's amazing. So if you can find it anywhere, find it, pick it up. Uh, it is written by Sam Humphreys. Artist is Jen Bartel, who is always just so amazing. I mean, just. Holy shit! Like I just cannot get enough. Um, layout artist Paul Reinwand, uh, colorist Young Wilson and Jim Bartell, letterer Jody Wynn um, Yeah, check it out. Uh, find it at your local comic book store, um, or find it when it's <laughs> when the second printing comes out. Um, because yeah, a lot of people are on it. It's got um, magic. It's got uh, troubled women who finding powers within themselves and around them in the world. Uh, it's got secret societies of sorcerers. Um, it's got a giant, like, ethereal-looking uh, chimera cat with uh, deer antlers. Uh, it's, it's got all the best things. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. It's called Blackbird, and it's from Image Comics
1: i'm gonna recommend a uh, stand-up album it's called father figure it's by roy wood jr um he is a hilarious hilarious guy um he talks about like raising his son in a world full of nine dollar smoothies and the confederate flag (laughs) and lots of racism stuff in general but um it has one of the best running callbacks i've ever heard in anything where he's talking about trying to identify who the cool white people are like the ones who are down with the struggle and he's like oh we need to get you guys wristbands or something so that just we just can know and like anytime he tells a story about like an encounter with a cool white person we'll be like hold on let me get you one of these wristbands <laughs> it's like because when it pops off you're going to be wanting to wear a wristband right <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a great stand-up album it's like like about an hour long and if you are a Stitcher premium subscriber you can get it for free Um, if you're a Stitcher premium subscriber there are tons of stand-up albums on Stitcher that you can just listen to anytime. so uh, we're on Stitcher but you know yeah
0: that's you know we're for free though we're we're for free we're for free everywhere but we're also you can also (laughs) find us on Stitcher
1: (laughs) but yeah so I'll, I'll do a secondary recommendation of if you really like podcasts and you're into it enough that it makes sense to you, it is totally worth it to get a Stitcher Premium subscription. Yeah, it really is. You get so much extra content. Um, it's like $35 so much of, bucks a Yeah, $35 beer. for a year of Stitcher Premium and you get, like, all sorts of stuff that, like, regular podcast listeners don't get. So, uh, check that out. Cool, man. Well, um, I think that wraps up our review
2: of um, The beach. Um... And some recommendations on this on this October day. Uh, we are continuing our October month of horror. I, our, I'll just leave it at that. I like our, that. our spooky month. Yeah, Spooktober. Since Rocktober failed miserably, since Rocktober is sadly over, it's now just Spooktober. Uh, Go Brewers, I guess. Um, uh, what was I gonna say. Oh yeah. Uh, well, um, we're gonna move on to uh, my pick, um, which is uh, Sam Raimi. Uh, we're focusing on um, Army of Darkness, which is a ridiculous sequel to Evil Dead 2. Um, if you are interested in that, please watch Army of Darkness and join us next week for our review of that. I'll also be talking about um, Evil Dead 2 and Drag Me to Hell. Um, Sam Raimi horror movies kind of sum up my feeling for um, Halloween in general, uh, more so than Nightmare Before Christmas. Like I always just think of like Army of Darkness when I think of it, because it's just so silly. It's ridiculous. It, it, it's a great movie. It's though. great. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. guy travels back in time to fight
1: off the to walking dead. Yeah. To fight z- <laughs> time traveling zombie fights. Yeah. With like a shotgun hand. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> no, he's no he's got chainsaw a hand. Chainsaw hand. Yeah. And he has a boomstick. Boom yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> God, it's so fucking good. I hope it's good. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. We'll see how it holds up. I imagine it is. Um, so yeah, just join us next week for that. Um, and uh yeah have yourselves a happy halloween get yourself a costume and feel like a kid again um just watch your candy intake um all right bye but
1: wherever you're listening
2: oh to that's us. right <laughs> uh, there's a whole there's a whole social thing that we need to promote um so we can find um, all of our episodes on uh, soundcloud soundcloud.com forward slash iwytwt as well as any in all podcast listening apps that you're using right now to listen to this very episode. If you see a rate and review button in that app, click it, rate us, review us. It is really the best way for us to kind of grow our audience. We um, are three dudes that have no idea what we're doing. And by that, I mean, we don't have the kind of money we need to market this correctly. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah that would help greatly especially on itunes um you can follow us on the twitter the tweets the the that thing the twitter sphere the twitter sphere i am at the Bucks. i'm at catharticus i am at Colin munch and our podcast is at iwytwt Um, Our Facebook group is a great way to contact us and put up any kind of recommendations for any movies that you'd like us to review. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWYTWT. And all right, that wraps us up. Join us next week for Army of Darkness. Mm. Black Mm -hmm. Phillips says so.
0: I want you to watch I want, I want, I want to Come on and watch with me I want you to watch I just watch this
2: movie with me Don't watch this I want I said I want you to
0: watch Watch the fucking movie